Hey, it's Greg Harrelson uh, here again with Century 21, the Harrelson Group, with my co-host Abe Safa, also with Century 21, the Harrelson Group. And just want to come at you again uh, from Myrtle Beach Real Estate TV and share with you the latest and breaking, uh, the latest news that's uh, been breaking in the last uh, the, the last week that we feel is uh, information you need to know. Um, as a property owner or as a potential property owner of real estate in Myrtle Beach. So welcome again, Abe. Hey, Greg. Um, hey, Abe, let's let's jump right into it and let's talk about something that we thought was ha going to happen. But, you know, it's always interesting when you when you you speculate something's going to happen and then all of a sudden you get it, you, 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 you move forward and then what you speculated actually happens. And that's called the surge. Um, right now, there is no doubt, there's nobody, I don't think anybody can argue that the Myrtle Beach real estate uh, market right now is experiencing a surge in activity, a surge in contracts written, a, a, a surge in the number of, the, of sales that are taking place. Um, the only thing that's not surging is we don't have enough inventory coming on the market. Now, for the current sellers that are on the market. We'll talk about this a little bit more, but for the current sellers that are on the market right now, they're hoping nobody comes on the market because they got free game to negotiate higher prices with buyers right now. Um, but we'll talk about that in a moment. Abe, what are you, in the terms of the surge, um, let, let's make sure that the audience understands what it is that we're seeing, maybe how we got here. Um, what are your thoughts on the surge? Yeah, absolutely. And you can kind of feel it the last few weeks in talking to people that, that people were just waiting and waiting for the right moment. Yeah. And then all of a sudden when the beach is opened up, it's probably been about, I felt it about maybe 10 to 14 days ago, it starts to ramp up. And then all of a sudden it was like a floodgate just opened up. Mm -hmm. um, tons and like, like showings on my properties went through the roof. Um, offers started coming in. Um, and, and and well, when we get to the numbers, it'll, the numbers will reflect how um, we saw a big jump in number of pendings. Um, but you're absolutely right. So we've got all this demand out there. All these people that were waiting for the right opportunity to come into town and purchase have come into town. They are purchasing, um, and we don't see the inventory rising to the same level. So it's it's actually been really good for sellers. Um, this is what yeah. we're seeing. You know, I was talking about uh, the surge with real estate agents, uh, you know, uh, yesterday and how can we and how do we handle the volume and make sure we, we provide high level service to uh, to our to our buyer and seller clients during these these times. And I, I just happened to look up the definition of surge and um, and, and really I, I won't I don't have it by memory, but it basically the way, best way to describe it is when like there's a sudden increase in in, in business. Um, and it just happens, a sudden increase. It just grows like overnight as if the lights just went on and boom, there was a surge. Like it's a wave. The ocean was kind of calm and then all of a sudden we see this wave building, 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 and then boom, it surges, it crashes onto the shore. That's what we're, we're experiencing. And if I was gonna break it down and try to understand, well, where is this surge? What's the, what, what's the cause of the surge? One of the things that we see is that that the we're getting a lot of buyer calls and uh, buyer leads off of our web uh, websites where the buyers are you know maybe they're up north or in different states they're calling us up and say hey I'm ready to come down and um, look at property we wanted to come down last month we you just canceled our plans we're coming down now okay and and for some reason the quality 
of the buyer that we're talking to right now is, is up. Meaning like there's plenty of things to distract people. Like there's people that are unemployed right now. So that buyer is not calling us because they're unemployed. There's people that are worried about their, their, their job. They're, maybe they're not going to have a job in a month from now. That person's not calling us. The people who are calling us right now are the ones that seem to be ready and they're qualified. So they're ready and able. They have the ability to purchase and they're ready and motivated to purchase. So that's one cause is the, 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 the number of people that are calling us has increased and the quality of the people that has uh, of, of their uh, motivation um, is increased. Now, couple that with you have all these buyers that we had already had planned. Like we were talking to them in January and February about coming down in March and April to come look at properties with us. All the January and February buyers that we started talking with at that time, they had to put their plans on pause. If you imagine hit the pause button. So they kind of froze their plans. Well, as soon as we started opening up, all of those old buyers went back to the little old recorder. Instead of hitting the pause button, they hit the play button. And they hit the play button at the same time that all of these new buyers were deciding to call us and come look at properties. So it's kind of like two highways, old buyers and new buyers, two highways have merged into one and in a way kind of caused a little bit of a traffic jam. Mm -hmm. That's what we call a surge right now. So that's, if I was going to explain of why we are here, I would say that's a big part of that. Any, any thoughts to add to that? Yeah, no, absolutely. You got to think a lot of those people have been held back, not being able to come into town and make the purchase. So all of those were just waiting for the right opportunity. Yes. And then we felt that as soon as the beaches opened up and the hotels opened up and, and people were allowed to come into town at that point, we just saw all the old buyers that were waiting plus the new buyers come in, converge at one time. And yeah, we, we saw it and it's still happening. Yeah. So it wasn't like a, a weekend thing. It, it's still happening uh, right now. Yeah. You, you know, and, and, and I, my, my prediction, this is my next crystal ball prediction. And I always like to make sure I disclose, um, I don't have a crystal ball. I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I can give you, um, some of my speculative thoughts and, and I share with you why I speculate and why I come to these conclusions. You just said, you know, it's happening right now. It's still happening. It's not that we're, you know, it's a surge that's getting ready to be followed by a, a lull in the next couple of weeks. I think it's going to continue to surge. My prediction is the rest of May, June and July, we're probably going to continue to experience the surge. I don't know what's going to happen in August and September. You know, I have a little bit of concerns out there, but um, you know, it's, it's nothing that I can predict, but at least for the next few months, the next 90 days, I think it's going to be a good time. Last week, last week, when it comes to how many leads we generated as a company, we had a 93% increase in new leads. These are buyer leads. Wow. Last week, 93% increase. Now that'll tell us that people are ready to get moving. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there's a little bit of a lag. We get a new lead and then that just means, okay, now we've got a new relationship. And then we talk to them. We follow up with them. They set times to come down to Myrtle Beach. And next thing you know, 30 days or 60 days later, that lead becomes a sale. 
That's why I believe the surge is going to continue because our lead flow is increased so dramatically that we know that it'll be a few months, two to three months before they cycle through the system and become real buyers. So there's where I would say I speculate the next three months are going to continue to be very strong. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. I mean, I think it's gonna it's gonna continue being strong. Um, the only thing that can kind of derail that is if, of course, the the coronavirus issue if that comes back and that kind of that could throw a monkey wrench into everything. But if, if things stay the way they are, um, I think we're gonna have a really busy summer as far as transactions in the real estate market here in town. Yeah, that's that's the wild card, and, and I mean, there's no no doubt about that one. So now, so what does that mean? Let's break it down. What does that mean for sellers right now? Okay. Yeah. So for, for a seller, um, what that means is, is, is the demand is so high and the supply is so low. Like, I mean, we're talking communities. Um, you know, I, I'm putting a property on the market uh, today in a community called Bell Grove. And, you know, it's very common. A couple years ago, if I was going to go and put a property on the market in Belgrove, um, I, I'm monitoring the competition. There might be 15, 16 houses for sale in the community at any given time. Right now, when I looked at it, there were maybe five homes for sale in that community. And only one of them was over 2,000 square foot. And I happen to be listing one of the, uh, a home that's over 2,000 square foot. So technically, there's only really one home that competes with, that, with, with, the, with my seller um, in, in that particular community for similar properties. Okay, meaning a 1400 square foot home is probably not attracting the same buyer that's going to be looking at the home that I have. Um, on the market that I'm putting on the market in the next uh, 24 to 48 hours. Okay. So what does that mean? What that means is that it's a seller's market, that the seller has the advantage in the negotiation. So the seller can actually get more money for their property because we have buyers that are waiting for a listing. When I put that mark property on the market, I I bet you it sells within five to six days. And I bet you I have 15 showings on it in those five to six days. That's what's going to happen. And that, 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 that's a sign that demand is high. When demand is high, sellers get a better price. They get more money. So I think that's what it means. Now, in addition to that, I would say the sell time is shortened. So instead of saying, oh gosh, it's going to take me three months or four months to get that home sold, I believe it'll take a week to get that home sold. Now, the average days on the market, you probably can comment on that. I'm not saying the average days on the market is only a week because surely it's a little bit longer than that. Um, but it is decreasing, which is another sign that that's good for sellers. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and we're seeing that almost across the board as far as inventory. There's not much out there as far as a selection. And we'll get into that when we talk about the numbers here in a little bit. Yeah, um, but I absolutely agree. This is definitely a time for sellers. Um, you can hold firmer on your price. Yeah. Um, assume in your community, similar to Belgrove and many others, where there's not a lot of competition. You know, yeah. I've got many. I've got listings um, where we were the only home in the community on the market, and it, and it, it went under contract in a couple of days. Yeah. Right? Um, so for the most part, you know, sellers out there it, it, or people that are thinking about selling, if you um, if you see there's not much uh, inventory in your community, this is the time if you're looking for the highest price that you could possibly get. 
Absolutely. So now let's flip the script and go over to the buyer side. What does that mean for buyers? So you've got all these buyers coming into town, limited inventory and stuff is just flying off the shelf every minute. What does that mean for buyers? Like, what do you do as a buyer? You know, um, man, that, and, and, and let me just share with you, uh, first off that this is probably in my 25 years of practicing real estate sales and, and real, being a real estate professional in the, in the Myrtle beach area. I've never seen it be such a great time for sellers. At the same time, it's a great time for buyers. Now, let me explain. Like uh, in, in the past, it was a great time for buyers, let's say back in 2010, nine. Why? Because sellers were going through foreclosures and short sales. There was so much inventory on the market and a buyer was able to buy at a discount and they felt good about that. Now the seller was kind of hurt because they actually had to sell at a discount to be able to sell because they had to compete with foreclosures. Right now, this market's a little bit different. It's a seller's market. And usually we think seller's market, then that means the buyer's going to be impacted. Well, here's what's great about right now is as we know, the interest rates are so low. So even though like three years ago, we could have bought the property maybe for a little bit less money than you can buy it for today as a buyer but you would have paid more interest. So if we fast forward and you look at the number of years you own the home, say seven years, I would rather pay $5,000 more for a property today at today's interest rates than get a deal of 5,000, but have to pay more interest because the interest compounds over the next five, seven, 10 years to amount to way more than the $5,000. So from a buyer standpoint, you have to understand, don't get fixated if you have to spend a couple extra thousand dollars on a property because you're getting a discount in the area of borrowing money. So you're, you're getting a deal in the financing terms. So you're, you know, the seller's getting a deal because they're getting a little bit more upfront for the property. You're getting a deal when it comes to not having to pay as much for the property as you would if we were in a higher interest rate environment. So that's one thing I want to bring to a buyer's attention. The second thing is it's competitive. If you're out there and, and you're a buyer and you're serious and you find a property, you need to move forward and make an offer. You need to make an offer and it needs to be um, accompanied from, with a pre-qualification letter. Make sure that you go, as soon as you decide, I want to sell, I want to buy, then go to the lender, get pre-qualified. So if you do find a property, when your agent submits an offer, you must submit a pre-qualification letter at the same time. Because if the listing agent receives two offers, one has got a pre-qual letter and another one does not have a pre-qual letter, they're automatically going to put priority in the negotiation to the one that has the, the, the pre-qualification letter. So those are a few things that you need to understand. Number two or number three is make sure that you don't sit here and wait. Like if you see something you like, then make the offer. You need to make the offer because if it's a quality property, in the next, if you and you wait one or two days, it's going to be sold. What will here's what's going to happen with the Belgrove home. I'm going to put it on the market. I'm going to have multiple, multiple showings. 
I'm going to get an offer on it. And then right at the time that we agree, a buyer and seller agrees and we ratify the contract for the next day, I'm going to get, um, you know, uh, agents calling me saying, Hey, you know, can we put an offer in? Is it still open? I know you put it in pending. What's the contingencies, anything we can do? What if my, my buyer will pay more? Can you tell me if it falls through? the agents that that have buyers that are going to that are going to procrastinate they're going to lose out on the quality properties and then the only thing they're going to be able to buy are the leftovers so you've got to make faster decisions don't make foolish decisions don't make foolish decisions a good agent can prepare you can give you the data and can help you make good financial decisions. But when you get that information and you're confident this is the right property, don't wait another day. Go ahead and make the offer so you can be first in line. That's Absolutely. what I'm telling buyers right now. Absolutely. Great information. Yeah. And be decisive. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm seeing people still think that, you know, because something's been on the market for a little while, like 100 days or 120 days, that they could come in with a low ball offer. But things wow. have changed in the last two weeks, right? So when you make an offer, come in with a serious offer or you're going to lose out on it. I've, I've had I've had three properties that had multiple uh, offers just in the past week. Mm -hmm. OK, just to put that in perspective, I think I've only had maybe one or two the whole year leading up to this. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's a different market right now, the way the way things are going. So definitely, if you're a buyer, make sure that your buyer's agent is staying on top of everything new as soon as it hits the market. This way you can get first shot at it. And then when you see it and you like it, like you said, the interest rates are so low. You know, paying enough to three or four or five thousand dollars is is meaningless in the in the payment, right? If it's the property that you like, yeah, yeah, I, maybe it's fifteen dollars more a month, and then and but but again, when you look at the interest rates, I mean, if the interest rate was to go up by one percent, oh my gosh, that that's that's where we lose money as investors. So when we're or, or as 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 purchasers, that the interest rate volatility or in, increases. Um, and interest rates is where a lot of people will wish they actually bought during this time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you want to just dive into the numbers? Yeah. Why don't you go uh, ahead? And uh, yeah, let's talk numbers. about let's talk about single family homes first. Right. Because we we're seeing that one has even though we went through a six, seven weeks of a slower period, single family homes really did not slow down. Yeah. Right. And, you know, every week we talk about the numbers. I just ran the numbers before we got on this um, webinar and single family homes right now. 36% of every home on the market is on the contract. 36%. What right. was it before, Abe? Because you you follow this all the time. What I look at this, I look at this daily. So so on a good on a good day, we're somewhere in a range of 34%. Okay. Right. So that's that's been somewhere between 32 and 34% every single month, every uh, just over the last few years, right? Now we're, we're, we stayed at 32 roughly all through the coronavirus close that we had in town. And now all of a sudden we jumped up to 36 just in this past week. I think last week we were at 34 or 33% somewhere in that range. So 36%. Now when we break it down, there's only 2,284 homes that are resale homes on the market right now in the entire Grand Strand. That's everything from, from Little River all the way down to, to Pauly's all the way out to Conway. So the entire Grand Strand in our MLS, there's only 2,284 single family homes that are resale. You know, we've got another 1,400 that are new construction, right? But there's only 3,600 homes altogether on the market, right? And right now, 2,049 are pending, right? Just to kind of put that in perspective. So that's not a lot of homes. No. Um, and, and the big thing that I've noticed as well is the uh, condo market, right? We've been tracking that because that's actually been kind of slow. 
Uh, we got as low as as 18% as far as pendings. Now it's up to 22. No, not 18. I think I'm sorry to correct you, but no, like 8.9%. Well, not that's that's oceanfront. That's oceanfront. I'm okay, talking about good. overall in general. All yeah, right. So, so overall condo market, we're at 22.6% right now of what's on the market that's pending. So there are 3,371 condos on the market right now and 764 of those are pending. So that's 22.6%. If we go back, I mean, that number just been going up every single day. And the last week it was at 18%. So that we saw a big spike in condos as well as single family homes. Okay. But, but more importantly, let's look at the ocean front, as you just mentioned, because that's the number you and I have been looking very closely yes. and we we're very concerned with. So that number was as low as 8% pending. Um, right now it's up to 13%. So the big difference, that's a 50% jump from where we were uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So right now, when you look at the oceanfront condos, there's 1,457 condos on the market, 191 of them are, are pending. Now we're still low at 13%, but yeah. it shows what has happened in the last week to 10 days, um, as far as that surge and, and even, the, even the condos on the oceanfront, which we were very concerned about are starting to sell as well. Yes. Yeah. Not as quick as a pace as a single family holds, but it, it's starting to move. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's uh, that that's great. That, uh, this this is great. The numbers are looking uh, favorable. You know, now of course we, you know, one thing that you and I have learned over the years of being in business is, you know, all of this stuff. This is kind of like a market snapshot. At any moment, something can change, right? Something could change with COVID nineteen, and, and all of a sudden we start experiencing a downturn. Downturn. But let's just assume that that there's not going to be anything major in in that area. Um, either way, right now the surge is 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 real, and I think what's important is our show um, our sh number of showings that we're having on our listings is gone up significantly there's been a surge in showings that tells me there'll be more a surge in additional sales in the future we've got a surge in new buyer calls new buyers hitting our website that tells us what the future looks like so showings and internet activity and call activity for new buyers is an early indicator that this thing's going to continue to be very well for uh, for the next few months so lots of positive news um, yeah, yeah for sure right now yeah, absolutely. You know, there's been, you know, there's, there's still a lot of concern. Like I talked to a hotel owner yesterday about what he's expecting the summer to look like. And he, he's still very concerned. He, he thinks um, June, July, or August are going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And just okay. Not like a spectacular month yeah. uh, or months, uh, but he, he's still concerned about what, what the overall year is going to look like. It's going to be a loss. No question. Yeah. It's just a matter of how much of a loss it's going to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. Here's here's one thing uh, just to just to make sure that we paint, um, you know, realistic pictures. And, mm -hmm. you know, this uh, we, we we're not trying to be biased here and say, oh, it's good news. Um, go, let's go out and do some things because I'll be the first one. And Abe will also be the first ones to tell you if we see any bad news out there. And, 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 and we'll you know, we'll we'll always be realist. We don't try to be too optimistic, too pessimistic. We want to, you know, deliver realistic you know, opinions and, and information. But I just pulled up an article that I remembered I, I read yesterday that there's 4.1 million Americans are now enrolled, enrolled in mortgage forbearance. Yeah. There's 4.1 million Americans. Abe, you don't know this. Yesterday, I was on a conversation with some other um, owners and leaders around the country with uh, the Rilogy 
CEO, and he actually brought on. He, we were talking with Mr. A senator. What's his name? Oh gosh, nice fellow got on the phone. One of the state senators. It's Menendez is his name. Menendez. Um, and one of the questions that I asked was, is there a concern that the growing amount of forbearance requests could eventually have an impact on foreclosures and short sales? And now, you know, all politicians are, are, are always careful about what they answer. And I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying they have to be responsible with the way they answer because they're answer carries so much weight, especially if it gets into the media, right? And so, but but he alluded to, it's like, that is a major problem. It is a problem. It's a problem that they're talking about. It's a problem that they're trying to figure out how to work through and how to minimize the damage that it might have on the real estate market in the future. So just know that, you know, there are concerns there with the amount of people that are um, that are not making mortgage payments right now, because according to this article, which is a, a, a publication called Inman, 4.1 million are not making their payments. Um, and it's it's questionable whether or not they're going to be able to make up payments, um, you know, once forbearance is over. So we'll keep our eyes on that and continue to report on that if we feel like there's any, uh, you know, newsworthy type of conversations that need to be had. Yeah, that's definitely something worth watching. Um, you know, so we'll we'll see how the um, how the rental season goes. Yeah, I think that's going to have a major impact uh, one way or the other on on the condo market here in town as well. So we're monitoring that closely. Uh, it sure does feel like there's a lot of traffic on the roads, there, right? There is. I, I don't know if um, it feels like a lot of traffic because we've had no traffic, or if it just feels like you know this is more traffic than ever. But you know. You know, typically at this time of the year, you know, the last couple of weeks, uh, especially last week, we had a ton of traffic. And and I would I would speculate that we had a little bit more traffic than normal um, for that particular week, considering, you know, uh, school usually is uh, goes into June. So mm -hmm. people are traveling a little bit more and a little bit earlier because their kids aren't really in physical school. They're just kind of finishing up with uh, their virtual schools. So they're, they're, more, they're more mobile. So I think that allowed them to come down a little bit earlier this year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, we'll continue to monitor things and let you guys know as we see things progress. Yes, all right, man. Well, right. great job with the data and uh, good conversation. If any of you that are viewing this, uh, this, this broadcast, if you have any questions or comments, please uh, reach out to us. We would love to, you know, to you know, be a good resource for you. That's our intention. Um, we, we believe in bringing quality information to the consumer so you all can make financial, uh, 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 good financial decisions when it comes to buying, selling, or just managing your, uh, your real estate in the Myrtle Beach area. So thank you so much, everybody. Absolutely. Have a good day.